Welcome to the Arise podcast. I'm Tanya Anderson, CEO at Arise. It's my pleasure to have with me today Nicole McGrath, who is our Employment Services Coordinator. Welcome. Hello. Now, you have been with our employment department here at Arise for how many years? Um, 12, going on 13 this December. Lucky 13. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And we've done podcasts in the past about our employment department, but basically what we do is we um, serve people who have either a, any kind of disability, really, mm-hmm. a developmental disability, sensory, just anything, yep. through certain referral processes with state agencies, and then they come to us, they come to you, and what do we do next? <laughs> so we get the referral from what's called Access VR. So that's where someone starts. They kind of, as that agency gets to know somebody, figures out kind of what their goal is. Then we get that paperwork, like you said. And from there, we meet with the individual and we kind of talk to them more in depth about what they want to do. So say it's retail. Okay, but retail goes much more in depth than just you're a stalker or cashier so some people might want to work with animals and they think well pet smart i work with animals not really that's more retail so that could fall under a different tier so we kind of figure out what specifically they want to do how to talk to employers if they need an accommodation what types of jobs to look at that an accommodation could be made and they could still do the job And then all the pre-employment skills like resume and whatnot. Um, And some people, they think writing a resume, well, I've only had one job or no jobs. Okay, have you volunteered? Have you babysat to where it could almost be similar to a nanny? So you've done all of those duties. That could be applied to a job. Um, And then with networking with employers, some people don't even realize what networking is. And it's as simple as, oh, your friend from the church, well, they know of a place, ask them. That's a connection. Or I'll show them, well, here's how we go in, this is how we talk to somebody. And you can model it by doing it first. You can stand there while they do it. We can do it over the phone. There's so many methods. Um, And we also talk to people too. So some people think it's similar to a temp agency where there's just jobs lined up and you just stick people in places and we explain to them it's much more in depth there's a lot more support along the way if they have questions we're there if they need help we're there whereas a temp agency not that i'm knocking them but it's just contracted you show up you work your four months you're done on to the next Mm -hmm. um this is much more centered around the individual where something like the temp agency is not it's this is what it is Um, So that's a lot to unpack there. And (laughs) the main message I'm getting, which is very consistent with us at Arise as an independent living center, is that you're doing a lot of in-depth work that's very, very specific to the person that's in front of you. Oh, yeah. And as you mentioned, there's a, a big conversation to really sort of expand their horizons and their their own thought of their own capacity. And Mm -hmm. and some folks coming to you through the system um, and people with disabilities are I think accustomed many times to being told what they can't do yep and you are doing the opposite saying you've got this background these experiences that you can really play out to a lot of different opportunities and you're sort of expanding that perspective for that person hundred percent we give them their voice 
great. And so can you give me some examples of folks that have come to you and you've had this conversation and just what what it looks like the next step once they're in a workplace? Yeah, so there's probably a ton of stories that I could share. Um, I'll share this one at least to start. So she was a young woman, didn't work, couldn't get past anything. She was barely getting interviews, and I she's been through actually three different job developers at the time. I was the third one. Once they reach one year, you know, their case is supposed to get closed or maybe pushed further, but it's rare. I pushed for it. I wouldn't let it go, and the counselor luckily liked me and was okay with that. Good. Um, so we got her into the job. We got her clothes that she needed, all of those things, and her, her mom was supportive, so that was helpful. And once she started working, she was so positive about it, and she was so happy she had a purpose. She had somewhere to go. She had money in her pocket. She could pay for her and her mom to go to the fair instead of mom paying, and she was really proud of that. And then she was able to do a little bit more with that. So she actually ended up getting another job on her own. And she was so confident she didn't even ask for help. She just popped up one day and was like, so I've got a new job. I'm not doing that one anymore. And so confident where she did not have that before. She didn't talk to anybody. She barely made eye contact. She felt like she couldn't do anything. So what did you do um, in terms of guiding her through that process where she was sounds like pretty discouraged Mm -hmm. and so what kind of job did she first get what in general terms and what sort of things did you do to help her build her confidence and her skills so we tried a lot of different jobs at one point it got to whatever had a paycheck coming in for she was willing to look at so we physically went out together to every single employer that she maybe was interested in Um, And after a ton of that, she ended up working at Price Chopper. Um, And she started out with very minimal hours. And then she started to pick up hours because she was excellent. The manager absolutely loved her. And then they started to cross-train her in different areas, Um, which was really cool to see, actually. Because even at, like, it was a pet store, they, they wouldn't even interview her. And they're like, that's cool. So no job? Okay. And completely dismissed her. Price Shopper gave her a chance. And she was there for quite a while. I forgot how many years before she went and got a different job, um, which actually is at McDonald's now. But she loves it. And she she works a good amount of hours, too, since I last spoke to her. I don't know how many years ago it was, but a couple years ago, I think. So it sounds like um, when you were going with her from employer to employer, you were teaching her persistence. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And not to take no for an answer, just Mm -hmm. to keep plugging along, to not take things personally. Oh, yeah. And then once she was in the grocery store, what sort of interactions did we have to support her in that that slot? So she had job coaching. Um, In fact, I covered most of it at first. And can you explain what job coaching is? Yes. Um, So she had support on site from somebody who helped her learn the job after the initial training period from the employer. Okay. Um, And then they continued that, and the better she did, the less they were there. And then I personally stayed very involved to know that she really, truly had that support. She had me checking in. She had the job coach checking in, plus the employer themselves, the store manager. Um, And anytime she was learning something new, I was there. And she knew she could call me too. 
if she had any questions, she'd reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. I went, she went through a breakup and it was affecting her. So she called me and we <laughs> talked about it. So, I mean, we're therapists too without being licensed. Right. Or if someone needs other resources because of that, we can help connect them with it and then they can focus on their job and be successful. Right. So you were, you were really there as a safety net for her. Mm-hmm. And then as she gained more skills, she gained more confidence. You yes. gained more confidence. You had oh, more yeah. successes. Yes. That's wonderful. Now, on the flip side of that, when you are looking at an employer, a potential employer for one of our individuals, um, say that you mentioned a pet store, for example, that really didn't seem to be open-minded, at least that particular person. Yep. You, you enter a workplace. How do you sell an employer about the benefits of the folks that you connect with? So, honestly, I just kind of start a conversation Um, And I know there's some employers that are like, what is she here to sell me? I don't have time for this. And then others see I'm there to literally have a conversation. And I explain I'm here to make something easier for you and the individual I'm helping. I don't just stick people in a job and be like, there you have an employer. It's, It's actually a match. So someone's goal, someone that actually will help your company, and then also how you could help this person by giving them a job. Um, And then we go more in depth depending on what the employer's needs are in the individual. So if an employer is really standoffish, I know that's not an employer for certain people. Right. Um, Or depending on what the job entails, I know, okay, this actually isn't a good fit, but I keep that connection. I'll check in with those employers. Hey, how's it going? You know, happy holidays. Just wanted to pop in and say hi just to keep that relationship. Um, but we really try and make a good match and have longevity be the goal. Right. And we kind of cover that in depth when I do talk to these employers. And I really do see what their needs are, not just ours and the individuals. So everyone's happy. And same thing, I support the employer like I would our individual. I pop in and make sure they're happy if they need anything. Um, and I think in my experience, they've been pretty happy with that because right. they know, okay, Nicole's here. I can call Nicole. And they will. Or they'll shoot me a text, got a question, can I talk to you? Or can you come by? Yep, I'm coming. Right. So that's helpful. And, I mean, it would be the case at any time in terms of employers wanting a good fit and and not to have turnover. But in this market in particular, I would think that employers, I hope, are even more open-minded to what you're suggesting. Yeah. So, oddly enough, since... COVID, um, I think some are a little apprehensive because all the time and money you put into bringing someone on and then the fear of, okay, they might just leave because that seems to be a trend now. So I tell them, listen, here's the statistics of a lot of the individuals we work with are going to be your lifetime employee, if not several years, and here's how I know. And I'll present the information based on my experience and usually they're like, oh, wow, okay. And... I'll say eight times out of 10, that is how it goes. And the employer's like, hey, do you have anyone else that could come work for me? And then we just start the process all over again. So I think that's kind of what keeps that going. Um, but yes, with everyone hiring, I still kind of do the same approach. But sometimes it's more difficult because a lot of people went virtual. So that's where being persistent comes in and you call or you email or whatever their method is 
you keep doing it. And I teach my individuals the same thing. Oh, they asked us to email. Here's how. I'll start it. I'll do the email for them, copy them in, and then from there, a conversation starts with the individual and employer. Sometimes it leads somewhere. Sometimes they interview and find out it's actually not a good fit. So it really kind of just depends on the situation and the people. Right. But yeah. But the data is basically there that Mm -hmm. people with disabilities tend to be longer-term employees than people without for a variety of reasons. Probably one of the main reasons is that you've done all that work up front to make sure there's a good fit. Oh, yeah. And that there's support. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about when someone's in the workplace and what kind of accommodations might be in place and what sort of tools you might provide or a job coach might provide to help someone be successful. Can you draw on some examples on that? Yeah. So I worked with somebody who was in a wheelchair um, and he did cashiering. So obviously that's difficult because a lot of the registers are higher at these stands, I guess. So they actually made it a lower they took it all apart and lowered it so he could just wheel in and do his job um this was at best buy okay um and they were amazing and then he needed additional training with counting money and making sure his drawer was set at the end of his shift so they provided that um i did have to go in because they had some concerns so i went in and, and explained why and I also made it a point to be like, if he's doing this well, why not help him and maybe retrain him? Or you show me what you want him to do and I'll help. And the employer loved it. So they did. I was there. I watched what they wanted. And then we, at the end of a shift, would sit there, count everything out. Then the supervisor would check it over and things started to improve. So they were happy. And then he was successful for quite a while before he wanted to get a different job, but it was really nice to see that he was able to go that far. So it sounds like, I mean, there was a couple accommodations there. One was a physical accommodation in terms of accommodating um, the height differential with his wheelchair, Mm -hmm. but the other one was actually pretty basic that I think any employee would benefit from, and that was Mm -hmm. very specific training and reinforcement and making sure that there was a support. So if they felt like they had a question or may have made a mistake, that they could reach out and get some positive reinforcement, get all that sort of basic training. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we've had employers, too, where they've made a special chart or let me do it so like in fast food when you're making sandwiches sometimes people don't get what their chart says so i broke it down even more step by step from you take a piece of lettuce you set it down you take a piece of cheese you set it down and i explained it word for word with pictures and we hung it up at arby's and then when the fishermen came in which was insane amounts of people my person was able to make a bunch of sandwiches a little slower pace than most which we couldn't correct it was just part of him but um that was another accommodation that was made and the employer was more than happy to or certain checklists I've done and I dropped off the paperwork and said this is the new checklist here's the game plan the employer was like this is fantastic could you make more for my other employees right (laughs) which no but Still, it was cool to see that they were that happy that I was able to provide that support, and they used it. And I actually think one of them copied it and created it for, for other, other and maintenance. Yeah. 
But what you're saying is so interesting because really this is not um, rocket science. This is really just giving people a chart, a checklist, an mm -hmm. additional support that as these employers have recognized that any staff person would benefit from, not just yeah. a person with a disability, which is so often the case, isn't it, in our world oh, yeah. that we talk about accommodations for people with disabilities, but really it benefits mm -hmm. everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which was really cool to see. And again, it was a price chopper, a different location, but a price chopper. Right. And then I'm positive it was the same one hanging in their uh, maintenance room, which was really funny. Well, you should get royalties on that one, I think. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to bring that up when I go there. There you go. Next time I'm shopping. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've done this for a long time. Yes. What is it that motivates you to do your job every day? Honestly, it's the feeling that I've had since I started where I've always said I love my job. It's the people that are so grateful and whether it's as simple as helping them get a job or it goes deeper where they found out, oh, Arise could help me with housing. Oh my God, you could help me with this. Wow, they have mental health. They could, You could connect me with that. Whatever it might be um, or as simple as I Googled something and provided the resources to them and said, you have to call them. They're a separate entity. Here's the information. And they're so happy because they found living, they found a job, they made friends at work, right. whatever it might be. So all these wonderful things happen in their life and they're so grateful for it. And it's so nice to see because I know where they started. They may not have been able to even buy interview clothes. So we helped them get that. And as simple as that, they're like, I feel so nice. I look so clean. Right. Or once they have money in their pocket, like I mentioned, I can take my mom to the fair. I took her to the Luke Bryan concert, and we were right up front. Nice. And she loved it. So stuff like that is amazing. And not everyone feels that way, but a lot of people do, and it's huge. And that's what's kept me here for so long. And then, of course, you know, when you love everyone you work with and all that, that helps. But that's a bonus. Yeah. It's really the mission and seeing what we can do, opening the world's eyes to People are so much more capable than they realize. Right. And look past that wheelchair. Look past the developmental disability or whatever it might be. It's so much deeper than that. They are people too. They Absolutely. can do everything we can do. They, do. they are not a label. So it's really cool to see them blossom and then other people realize the same thing and then it just grows from there. And then, like I said, they're grateful because they're like, I can't believe it. Everyone sees me do all these things, and I feel like a rock star. And it's it's really cool. Well, I think you're a rock star, Nicole. Thank you, Tanya. And thank you for everything that you do. You really do embody the mission of Arise and treating, looking at the whole person and looking at ability. So yes. Thanks for what you do every day. Of course. For more information on how you can support Arise, visit our website at ariseinc.com. Dot .org Support Arise, support independence.